0: Hawk sports fans. We're going to start off with, get right into it. We're going to do our predictions, but we're going to talk a little about coronavirus first and how that affected the NFL so far this season. And quite frankly, how it affected in a big manner as we saw the Chiefs and the Patriots now go down and not, may not play this week due to coronavirus. And coming out, Cam Newton now is coronavirus. Chris, how is this going to affect the NFL's future? And how does it going to affect the NFL for this week and predictions and all that stuff that we have?
1: Well, to be completely honest with you, I know the um, the Titans Steelers was concerning with the Titans outbreak, and then you have today, two days or two days before, um, or the day before Sunday, you have Cam Newton, a big name, go down with COVID, and now you see how it's going to affect these teams. I mean. The NFL is trying to move new these games, postpone them to Monday, Tuesday if they can. Um and then the Titan Steelers situation with a bigger outbreak, you have to postpone it later in the year. Um it just so happened to work out that they had they just switched one week around, um, which was good. But it's gonna it, it all depends on how it gets handled. Um that right now they're lucky enough that it's only it's staying within spreading to other teams. I mean, the Vikings are testing negative, the um, Chiefs, whoever they're playing, isn't the problem, it's within house. So I I don't think it's something that's going to force a cancellation of any, like the the season or whatever, but it's definitely something to watch.
0: And there's something that we knew coming into the season is going to definitely have an effect in play, but we didn't realize how close it's going to be to the beginning of the season, we figured it might be later in the season as more teams play, but Coming this close in the season, there's definitely questions, but like my partner said, I don't see a reason for them to cancel it. It's all been in house; it hasn't been outbreaking to other teams while they're playing. So let's just hope that and pray that this stays. We're in house and we're gonna have football, but some teams aren't gonna play and some teams are gonna be postponed and push games back. And we're gonna get Tuesday night games and Wednesday night games possibly just to play, and it's more f- football. Well, who does not enjoy watching football every single day of the week? So I certainly yeah. love watching football.
1: Um- we can move on to the talk about that Thursday night game, the Broncos and the Jets. I was one that personally did not believe that game was going to be good, and it ended up being a pretty good game, to be quite honest with you. Uh, right off the bat, you had Sam Darnold, who had an absolutely great run, definitely yep. one of the plays of the year. Um, and then you had Brett Rippin, who is someone that not many people know of, who came out and threw a couple touchdowns and had a pretty good game. And I know it was against the New York Jets, who don't look good, but still, it was definitely a good game. It was a fun one to watch. And... Yeah,
0: I couldn't get more with that. I mean, as, speaking from the Jets fans and how, how I know hopes, I mean, they showed something. But against well, from what they did in offense, and yeah, Donald got hurt came out, and Joe Flocker went in. He did decent, and Donald came back in. and it, the, the Jets, for what they showed – Realistically, I think they played better than the Broncos. They should have won the game. But the Jets just prove my point even more. They are not a
1: team that can win games right now. I don't see it. The New York Jets have a pretty tough schedule coming up, too. They do. They play a lot of good teams. But this
0: was a win. If they wanted to win a game with a tough schedule, this is the game they had to win. I think they had the opportunity to win it, but they couldn't finish it.
1: If I'm the Jets' front office, I'm absolutely embarrassed to keep Adam Gase on that time. I'm agree that's yeah. that's, that's fact. They, they came out and said that his job was safe for the entire 2020 season pretty much and I I don't understand why what do you have to lose at this point you're on four you're not looking like you're winning any games because you have a tough schedule coming up and you're not in the running for to win your division because the bills and patriots are playing well and they're obviously going to be to contending for the division this year. So what do you have to lose in firing Adam Gase and bringing a guy, either bring in either bringing in a guy that has no coaching experience? Like, to me, I think Tony Romo would be a great fit on the New York Jets. He knows football. He's played football for a long time, and he's doing great in the booth. So why not give him a shot as yeah, head coach?
0: I mean, I mean, also having a too with the young QB like Sam Donald, I mean, he's a great fit there too. I mean, Tony Romo would a great QB in the league for many years. So having him come in and – putting an impact on Sam Donald, which Sam Donald has the potential to be. Sam Donald has the potential to be a QB, but with the system he's in and the way he's performing, he does not seem like he has the potential that he definitely has in the NFL. Yep. So Tony Romo can definitely impact that team and the Jets have to change something because I didn't say the win. I, yet again, I didn't think it would be that good of a game. It was definitely a good game, but the Jets, the way they played, they should have won that game because I don't think they played as good as football as the Broncos did because the Broncos want to win them more than the Jets did. That's plain and simple. Broncos 1-1. Yeah.
1: Um, let's move right into our game predictions. We have uh, the first 1 o'clock game is the New Orleans Saints and the Detroit Lions. Uh, the Saints are 1-2. and two. They're not playing well, but they have played a couple tough teams so far. But many people expected the Saints to be dominant. And to be completely honest with you, Drew Brees does not look like he can throw the football. He you know, There's a lot of checkdowns. I know he was out without Michael Thomas, but got to get push the ball downfield. You're a Hall of Fame quarterback. You have a bunch of other offensive weapons. You you got to be able to push the ball. Yeah. And he's not doing that right now, which is why they're one and two. And it's not solely on Drew Brees. But then again, he is the quarterback. And he needs to weed this team. And this is a game they should win. And the Lions played pretty well last week against the Arizona Cardinals. They had three interceptions. Kenny Galladay came back, had a good game. And I think if the Saints fall behind this game, they're going to have a tough – road ahead because the NFC South is always close, but they do have Tom Brady in that division now. And I do think the Atlanta Falcons have a team. As long as they can protect those leads, start protecting those leads, they have a good shot. So I'm going to pick the Saints in this game, but they have to be able to score. And Michael Thomas should be coming back this week, so it's going to be interesting to see.
0: I kind of agree with that. I mean, the Lions definitely impressed against a
1: Cardinals team that
0: with Kyle Moon, that offense and the high-powered offense they run – they definitely stopped and they were able to come out with the victory late. Um, so the Lions have definitely performed. The defense have performed. They've done stuff where the high-powered offensive machines have. But I feel like you said Drew Brees has that Hall of Fame record on him, and he didn't perform well in the last couple of games. Yeah, Michael Thomas hasn't been there, but they have a guy in the main with Sanders, so they had to give him the ball. They started incorporating – he started building a connection with Sanders, but he has to build a strong connection with Sanders. Because even when Thomas comes back, they know Thomas is going to be the number one guy again in the ball. He's going to be double-teamed. he going to be covered harder by harder guys. So they need a connection with Sanders more to enhance that offense behind Kamara, because Kamara can't do everything. You see what he can do. You see how influential he's on the game and the impact he has, but he can't do everything. So I'm going to go to the Saints here because I think the Saints are going to bounce back. And I, just, I really believe in the Saints and how they make a playoff play. I think they struggled. I see Drew Brees not happy with the coming back, taking a win. But like you said, if they go down and they're not playing to the performance in the first half, the Lions are not win the game, hands down. But I'll say Saints, and I hope the Saints win this game because I truly believe Drew Brees. Yeah.
1: And then going on to the next game, you have the L.A. Chargers and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. You have a young quarterback versus a old quarterback. It's Tom Brady and Justin Herbert, and Herbert is playing well to this point, and – Tom Brady is without Chris Godwin, but he still has Mike Evans. And I think the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are going to win this game. Their defense is playing at a high level right now. They built that defense in the offseason. And the Chargers are a little banged up. They're without Mike Williams. or have no Derwin James, no Chris Harris. So I don't think the Chargers have the pieces that can stop a high-powered Buccaneers offense right now. So I think the Buccaneers win this game.
0: Yeah, i take that, too. i take Bucs all the way in this game. Um just the Chargers, they're young, they're not as talented as the defense and the offense the Bucks have. Bucks' is Tom Brady is a good, he's gonna find Mike Evans more now because Chris Godwin's out. You know, the impact Mike Evans has, especially on the goal line, how big he is. But I'm looking forward to Justin Herbert to having a really shine and having a good game because he's a young QB he has a lot of promise on a not good team. So if he can put points up against a Bucks defense and, that, and compete with that team then you know he's a real-deal QB, and he, he can you in the league. But I'm going to take Tom Brady, I'm going to take the Bucs, and, and I'm going to take the Bucs to win that game, hands down.
1: And then after we have the Jaguars and Bengals, um, Gardner Minshew did not play as well as he did in the first two weeks against the Titans or the Dolphins on Thursday night last week. And then you have Joe Burrow and the Bengals coming off that tie from the Philadelphia Eagles. This game is going to be – I think a fun one to watch uh, Gardner Minshew and Joe Burrow are two QBs that a lot of people are interested in watching and seeing how they grow. Um, the Bengals are playing well to this point. They've been in every single game they've played. The Jaguars are also a team that surprised a lot of people winning a game against the Colts in week one and hanging around in a lot of the other games. And they do get G- DJ Chark back this week. So it's going to be fun. This one is hard to predict. I will have to say, but I'm going to take the Bengals. I think Joe Burrow gets his first NFL win. Um, Joe Mixon may not play, but they do have Giovanni Bernard. Um, and I think that offense is more built around the passing game now anyway with Joe Burrow. And I think he's going to have a good game against a young Jaguar secondary.
0: Yeah, I, mean, I can make more of that. Um, I like the Bengals a lot. I like Joe Burrow, but I'm going to go to Jaguars here. I think Gardner Min too is a QB to watch out for. I think he's going to have another bounce back week. You see what he did in week one and week two. The uh, Bengals defense is not – stellar at any position, really. So I see them having a good game. It's going to definitely be a close game. It's be a big game to watch out for. But I'm going to the Jaguars, and I'm going to ride the Gardner-Minister train again this week and take uh, the Jags. Yeah.
1: Then we have the Minnesota Vikings and the Houston Texans. This game is interesting to a lot of people because these two teams were teams that have been in the playoffs most recently, and now they're 0-3. Um, Deshaun Watson and the Texans had the hardest schedule in the NFL up to this point playing the Baltimore Ravens, the Kansas City Chiefs, and Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, I think Deshaun Watson's a playmaker. Uh, he's a great quarterback. He deserves every dime he gets. And I think Bill O'Brien helped him out in the offseason, obviously trading away DeAndre Hopkins. And then you give him three receivers, and those three receivers can't stay on the field because of injuries. The Vikings, on the other hand, are just probably the most disappointing team in the NFL to this point. I make an argument with them or the Eagles. But the Vikings' defense, which was – their backbone of their team is near the bottom of the league right now. Uh, they're giving up a lot of points. They got unique Ningakwe and there's just no no change. They're they're not making plays on defense, and Kirk Cousins isn't having his best year either. So they have to fix it up. You did see Justin Jefferson get going, but I'm going to take the Texans in this game because I don't think Deshaun Watson is just going to lay down. He's not going 0-4, and I think – there's been plenty of times in his career. I think there was every single year Sean Monson started, they started 0-2 and still ended up winning the division. And they're still in it. They're still in that division. So I think they get their first win this week.
0: Yeah, I mean, I agree with that. I mean, this, these two teams have run on high hopes on, been on a radar for most people and they have not performed up to that standard at all in any sort of level. Um, the Vikings offense who lost the S-7 on days, but Adam Thielen had Kirk, Kirk Cousins and has still produced in the years without Stephon think being a big impact for the team. Um, I don't see the Vikings winning at all because the defense hasn't impressed me at all. The defense has talent, have not impressed me at all. And like my partner said, Deshaun Watson has that fire underneath him. He's not going to lose. Oh, he's not going to be 0-3. 0-4, uh, I mean. He's already 0-3. He's not going to take that other L. Um, I think Deshaun Watson to come back. He's going to have a great game. And I think Texans are going to win. But it's a game to watch. I mean, it's gonna either way. But I think catching the sneak out of one in the end. Yeah.
1: And then Seahawks Dolphins in the one o'clock window as well. And Russell Wilson, as everyone knows, is playing an MVP caliber level. He's having a start to the season that not many quarterbacks ever had. He's on pace for over seventy touchdowns this year. DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett looking like the best wide receiver duo in the NFL right now. And they had a big day against the Dallas Cowboys last week. And they're going up against a young Miami Dolphins team. But the Dolphins are not a team that uh, get blown out. They've been in every single game. They gave the Bills their toughest game of the year so far. Uh, I, I think the Seahawks are going to win this game, but I don't think it's going to be a blowout, like many people think.
0: Yeah, I'm I can agree with that. I mean, Seahawks and what what watch has been doing has been unbelievable. Definitely high MVP candidate right now in the NFL. Um, but I'm thinking the Seahawks. Uh, the offense has shined. The defense is so it being really good with just Jamal Adams. And the D-line, everyone thinks, not as good. It definitely forced some pressure onto the QBs. Um, but Dolphins' offense is definitely one to watch out for. I mean, you see the running backs they have, and the model Gasson has proved himself pretty bad. has done really well um, with that offense so far. So, I think very close game. I think the Seahawks going to take a victory, but it could be a close game. Or it could be a blowout. And if it's blow blowout, the Seahawks are in favor, hands down. So i Seahawks.
1: Also in the 1 o'clock, we have the Cleveland Browns and the Dallas Cowboys. Um, the Browns are playing well right now, 2-1. Two, uh, two weeks in a row, they've won a game now. And the Dallas Cowboys are coming off that loss as Seahawks, and they're not playing up to their potential. Uh, I know they're banged up on defense in the secondary, but they've had a young secondary to begin with. And the Cleveland Browns have a high powered offense. They have Odell, they have Landry, they have Hooper, they have Chubb and Hunt. And all those guys are playing well right now. So if the Cowboys want to win this game, they have to find a way to stop those guys. They can't let Odell Beckham run free the way they let Tyler Lockett just run, do whatever he wanted last week. But the Cowboys do have the high powered offense as well. They are getting Tyron Smith back, their left tackle. That should help out against Miles Garrett. Um, Zeke needs to get going again. He did not have a spectacular... He didn't have a bad week last week, but he didn't have an Ezekiel Elliott type week. And I don't think he's broken 100 yards yet this year. And he's come close, but he's he's going to get the ball this week. Uh, the Cowboys are not they're not proud of the way they've been playing, and they shouldn't be. They should be winning that division by a landslide, and they're one and two. I think this is a game where they get back on track. It's going to be a shootout again, but. I think it's going to be a Dallas Cowboys victory. I think they're going to get back on track and they're going to take the NFC East.
0: I understand. I agree. I mean, there's no question what I've, what we said about the Cowboys and the offense they have and the defense, not being a stellar defense, like I've said about a couple of teams, but it's been a compliment of defense to that high powered offense. with Dak back. Plus got alley, the three wide receivers. They have, um, the tight end went down. They have the Dalton. soldiers came up and stepped up in a big way for a tight end. Musician. Um, and the Browns offense yet again have not done any they've they've improved, but they still can do so much more with that offense and incorporating the running game and passing game, incorporating a more in the offense. But I think the Cowboys win. Um I think Dak is gonna have another great game, Let's throw for another four hundred yards. Um and continue to show that he's dominant in the league and he, he deserves to get paid the money.
1: I've seen but um it's just interesting to me how the Dallas Cowboys are one and two and Last year, they're the number one offense. This year, they got CeeDee Lamb, and everyone was raving about their offense. Their offense is breaking records right now. Against the Falcons, Dak Prescott Mm -hmm. threw for 400 yards, ran for three touchdowns for the first player in NFL history ever to do that. Last week, threw for 450, over 450 yards again. First player ever to do that Mm -hmm. again. First player ever to throw for 450 yards in back-to-back games. And then I saw a stat that the Dallas Cowboys have over four hundred fourteen hundred 1400 total offensive yards as a team, which is the most ever by a landslide. And they're the well, first team ever the, the, to what's... have the most offensive yards in the NFL. And be one and two. That is a disappointing yeah. stat. If
0: and, and and I don't think they're one and two. I think they're going to hit them all. They go two and two, and this is going to be a time where they're going to break out and they're going to. They're going to take what their offense has, and they're going to move it into a, a direction where they're going to take the division. Because you see our division, they're their division. You see the Giants, they're not playing good football at all. Eagles not playing good football at all. Redskins playing good football, but it's just, I, I don't see them having any shot with the division. The Cowboys have the division to a lock, and this is going to prove a lot because this is going to be a shootout, like my partner said, and the Cowboys, the Cowboys win in a shootout. You know they can win uh, big games. So I'm going to the Cowboys to win this game.
1: And then we have the Arizona Cardinals and Carolina Panthers. Um, Cardinals coming off a loss to the Lions where Kyler Murray threw three interceptions. He wasn't able to run like he was in the two games previous, but I think he's going to get back on track this week. Hopefully they have DeAndre Hopkins because he's on a record pace as well in Arizona, starting with how many receptions he does. And the Panthers, again, without Christian McCaffrey, um, Teddy Bridgewater is not playing terribly, but it's a young team. Uh, I think the Cardinals just have the more more talent right now, um, so I think they're going to win this game.
0: Yeah, man, I, mean, I couldn't agree more with that. Um, I'm big on Colin. I'm big on mid offense, and they definitely did not play as good as they should have last week against a Lions team. But I think they're going to bounce back. I think uh, Kyler is going to have another good game. Yeah, uh, and I'm through the Cardinals and. I'm going to watch out for the Panthers, though, because the Panthers still are running a similar offense to when they had McCraig McCaffrey. Obviously, it's not easy to replace him, but Mike Davis, they're doing a solid job to replace him. Um, Toby Teddy, Teddy Bidwood has passing the ball a little bit more and it gives him a better chance. But I'm going to the Cardinals to win this game, but I think it's going to be, it could potentially be a close game.
1: And then the Baltimore Ravens and Washington football team also at 1 o'clock. And Lamar Jackson's coming off that loss to Kansas City, and I know he's not taking that lightly because, yet again, after his performance and throwing for only 97 yards, people started to question, can the Ravens win games if Lamar Jackson has to throw? And my answer is yes. I think the Ravens are a good football team. Um, They need to stick to their running game. That's their roots, and they shied away from it against Kansas City. Um, The Washington football team – has no Chase Young, Um, Terry McCorn is a little banged up, uh, and Dwayne Haskins has to protect the football, but the Ravens are just too good right now, Uh, so the Ravens are going to win this game, and I think it's going to be a pretty big margin, because Lamar Jackson's not happy about losing to Mahomes three times.
0: Yeah, I couldn't agree with that more. I mean, I don't see where the rest are going to take a victory over the Ravens. Um, I think the Ravens are going to come there; they're going to blow them out, and the Ravens are gonna. The Ravens are gonna show why they're still a top team, and then Lamar Jackson is gonna show how he's not. He he is still a top QB in the league, no matter losing that bad moment, not putting up the same stats moment, to put up and all that, all that OTG crap that everyone says. Lamar Jackson's a top QB in the league. Ravens are the top team in the league, and they're gonna make a big playoff push, and I think they're gonna show it this weekend. And blow out the Redskins.
1: And then there's the Colts-Bears, which was in the 1 o'clock, but the NFL flexed it to 425 because of the Patriots-Chiefs game getting postponed to Monday or Tuesday. And the Colts are a team that are – they lost week one, but they've seemed to turn it around. I know their schedule is a little easier playing the Jets, but they, they have the number one defense in the NFL. They had two pick sixes last week on the Jets. Um, They have DeForest Buckner who's playing well Darius Leonard was defensive rookie of the year His rookie year And they look good Their defense looks good right now And they have Jonathan Taylor Who's playing very well right now And they have plenty of offensive weapons They have T.Y. Michael Pittman on that offense So if they can keep it rolling I think they can win this game But the Bears did put in Nick Foles last week And he led them to a comeback Over the Falcons throwing for three touchdowns and if this Bears team can stay healthy, they also have a very good defense with Coyle Mack and Eddie Jackson. So this is a tough game to pick. I think it's going to be a very close game. But I'm going to give it to the Colts, just the way they're playing right now. I think their number one defense is going to stick. Um, the Bears don't have a terrific offense, but they don't have a bad one either. Um, but I think the Colts defense just keeps winning them games. And I think they're going to do it again this week.
0: Yeah, I mean, I like that pick a lot. I think the Colts defense has definitely impressed although having the showing week one and having a big bounce back week, especially against a Jets team who we all know is not a great team at all. But I'm taking the Bears. I think Nick Foles came in. He showed something. I think he's to prove now as he's been tossed around the league for a little bit, been called a backup, played against Jackson, who got injured, then got traded to the Bears and wasn't a starter. to come out with some fire saying, he wants to be that starter. He wants to remain a starter. The Bears' defense is definitely solid. Um, going to force pressure on Phillip Rivers, who is not known to get out of the pocket easily, so it could force him to make bad plays, make bad passes, and throw some picks there. So I'm going to say the Bears are going to be a close game, um, but I'm going to say the Bears this week, hopefully, and that that defense steps up in a big way against a Colts offense who hasn't signed so much, and be relying on the defense to make big plays.
1: Yeah, uh, and the first – Four o'clock game to kick off is going to be the New York Giants and the L.A. Rams. Um, The Giants just look awful right now. I mean, they played the 49ers who were banged up last week, and they let them score 36 points. Daniel Jones is not playing well right now. Uh, There is no Saquon Barkley, but you still got to make plays. Uh, They have the receivers in Slayton, Tate, and Shepard who aren't getting open. Um, Evan Ingram is off to a horrific start. He's not playing well at all. And the Rams are two and one. They lost a nail biter in Buffalo and one that many people questioned the pass interference at the end of the game that shouldn't have been called, but you've seen it before you've seen it all season. So I think the Rams are playing well right now. They have very good offense. Their defense with Aaron Donald is going to be a real problem for the Giants offense. Giants offensive line is the worst offensive line in the NFL by far. And now they're playing Aaron Donald, who is who gets double team and still gets to the quarterback. So I can only imagine what he's going to do against the worst offensive line. Um, this is my lock of the week. I'm going to take the LA Rams to win this game.
0: Yeah, I mean, I couldn't agree more with that. Um, the Giants definitely, I thought, had a big step up from week two, playing the Bears, having a chance to win the game. And I had promised them going in, hoping they can win, but they didn't show it at all. They honestly showed. They have to take a major step back that week in week three. Um, playing against a banged-up 49ers team, like you said, it's, it's just an embarrassment to even put up solar numbers with high praise and high promise in this team from coming into the season. O-line has not shown anything. They've been talking about an improvement in the O-line from last year, and honestly, I think the O-line got worse from last year. So I don't see how the Giants take a victory. I'm taking the Rams, and Aaron Donald is going to stomp all over that offensive line Four slumbles, four sacks against Daniel Jones. Rams' offense is going to have a decent week, um, and they're going to take a victory here. There's no – I don't see how Giants take a victory over a D-line and a defense over the Rams and the way they've been playing recently. Jump to the Rams. I'm not going to make a lock pick of the week right now, but I'm going to say the Rams take a victory over the Giants' hands down.
1: um, And then you have the New England Patriots and Kansas City Chiefs, which are supposed to be in 425. We'll predict it anyway because it's probably going to be postponed to Monday or Tuesday. Um, I'm going to take the Chiefs here just because they have Patty Mahomes, and he does not seem like he's slowing down right now. Um, If the Patriots are without Cam Newton, uh, it's going to be a tough game for them. And the Chiefs have a good defense and even better offense. Um, Mahomes is playing out of his mind yet again in the MVP discussion for, uh, I think – uh, every season that he's been in the NFL so far. Um,
0: yeah. Yeah, um, I'm taking uh, the Chiefs again. I think the Chiefs are just a dominant team, with Patty Mahomes did and all that stuff. I don't think a world where Patty Mahomes does not take a victory with the Chief- uh, Patriots. Yeah, again, the Patriots are in the same team as last year, but they still prove something this year. They prove they're not going to be rolled over on, they're not going to be a team at the bottom in that division. But without Cam Newton, if he's not playing QB for the Patriots, then there's no chance the Patriots have a chance to win against the Chiefs and that defense they have. And the offense that Chiefs are going to put up with, Patty Mahomes, Clyde Edelwell, Tyreek Hill, Travis and all those pieces they have. So I say the Chiefs win. With Cam Newton, close game without Cam Newton, it's going to be completely complete
1: Yeah, uh, I agree. And the Buffalo Bills and Las Vegas Raiders, two teams that have winning records, two teams that are playing well. To this point, um, Josh Allen, another player playing at an MVP level. Um, the Raiders have been surprising some people with their offense and Darren Waller and Josh Jacobs couldn't exactly get going against the Patriots last week, but it is bill Belichick. Um, this is going to be a good game. I think it's going to be one of the best games of the week. Um, I'm going to take the bills. I think they keep rolling. Josh Allen is going to keep throwing the ball. Well, he has that connection with Diggs That looks very good right now. Um, I just think the Raiders are a little too young. They did get a little banged up in their secondary last week, so I think the Bills are going to win this game.
0: Yeah, I agree with that too. I mean, I'm high on Josh Allen. Josh Allen is definitely impressed this year, coming out saying he wants the bid, he's going to take it, like in his hands to win something. You saw last week coming back after putting up 28 points against the Rams and then falling down, but then coming back and t- ended up taking that victory late in the fourth quarter. You see how he, how he has the poise to do that, which is unbelievable for a young QB at this stage with all the good QBs that are in the league. Um, and the Raiders, Derek Carr has not looked bad at all in any short of John Green, a great coach. It's going to be a great game. Um, Josh Jacobs is going to put numbers up, I think, in a good bounce back week. Um, but I'm taking the Bills here. I think the Bills is going to do just enough to take the victory back. But I think it's going to be a very close game. And like he said, it's going to be a game
1: of the week. Uh, Then you have your Sunday night football game. It's the Philadelphia Eagles and the San Francisco 49ers. Um, This game is going to be very interesting. Uh, The Eagles are not playing well. 49ers are a little banged up. Uh, Eagles are a little banged up, actually, as well. I think it was they had one receiver on their entire 53-man roster that was healthy. And that's very concerning because Miles Sanders is also a little banged up. And then, you know, they lost Dallas Goddard. Uh, The 49ers are getting a little healthier. They got George Kittle back. Richard Sherman should be back soon. Um, I, Debo Samuel back. Debo Samuel back as well, yeah. Um, I don't think the Eagles are playing well enough right now to beat the San Francisco 49ers. Nick Mullins is a quarterback who played when Jimmy Garoppolo tore his ACL, who played well, and then he played well last week against the Giants. Um, I think the 49ers are going to win this game. Uh, Carson Wentz could also be seeing – less time they do have Jalen hurts who they want to see as a rookie and if they lose this game you could definitely see that as a possibility uh it is a primetime game so I think this game is going to be 31 to 24 49ers yeah I mean I
0: 100
1: percent agree I mean the 49ers and what they would have
0: been doing in the Giants team who obviously not we talked was not good at all they didn't play well this season all no, but what Nick Molin did and what Jackson King was able to do without Mostert there and what the defense was able to do without Nick Bosa or um, the, uh, D-Lyman. They lost and they lost cornerbacks and everything. They are definitely big banged up there, but the Eagles have been banged up too, a like you said. I just don't see the Eagles taking a victory. I mean, they haven't proved anything. They tied a Bengals team. Um, I just think that the 49ers have been playing good football, even without the people that they need the most in their team, like Garoppolo, Mostert, Nick Bosa, Rich Sherman. George Kittle, but we're getting those pieces back. I think the 49ers win, and it's a time game. We're going to pick their game. I'm going to say 49ers take a victory, and I'm going to go 38-17.
1: Wow.
0: Nice. So, I think it's going to be a big margin, and I think they're going to show up and show why they don't need pieces, and they're still a top team in the league. Yeah.
1: Um, And then the Monday night football game, um, you have the Atlanta Falcons and the Green Bay Packers. It's the team that can't. That lets up a lot of comebacks in the Atlanta Falcons, and you have the comeback king and Aaron Rodgers. So really don't want to be the Atlanta Falcons blowing in our lead. Um, if they do, I think you see Dan Quinn walking out the door in Atlanta after this week. Um, but that's just it. Dan Quinn is on the hot seat, and if this is his game. They need to show a little life in this game. Um, the Packers are playing well. They look like one of the best teams in the NFL right now. Uh, Devontae Adams could be coming back this week. Um, even without Devontae Adams, they played well against New Orleans Saints. So the Atlanta Falcons are, they're healthy and they have Keanu Neal. They have their defense. And in past years, they didn't. This is the year that they need to turn things around. And Dan Quinn needs to get it figured out over there. Uh, I think this is going to be a very close game and I think it's going to be a shootout. Um, I think this is going to be an upset game. And I think the Atlanta Falcons are going to win this game because Dan Quinn knows that he, his job is on the line. Um, I think the Atlanta Falcons are going to win this game
0: 45-42. That's a more than that, I mean, I can see Falcons taking the victory. I mean, the Falcons have definitely proved that their offense is high-powered with Matt Ryan up there. And Matt Ryan, giving the ball to other guys, you thought he was going to be the guy, but they've incorporated Calgary and they incorporated Russell Gage. Todd Gurley's got some receptions. Uh, B.J. Hill out of the backfield got receptions and rushes, so they definitely have a high offense in Atlanta there. But um, if Devon Adams is in, I think Packers take it to the victory. He's questionable. We're not sure if he's playing. But with that, I mean, talk about the wide receiver they have there. How they didn't get wide receiver in the fantasy, they didn't get wide receiver in the draft. So the Packers now are left if Devonta Adams is not there with. Marquez Val- Vendez-Skensling had the number one wide receiver. And Lazar went down with a core injury in his surgery. So he's not playing this week. I mean, you saw the impact there last week. Big week for him, two touchdowns, over 100 yards. Um, but I, this is a toss-up for me. Um, I, I want to go against the Falcons. I really want to go against the Packers, too, because what the offense is going to show me without Adams. But I'm going to go with the Packers. I don't think the Falcons win. I think the Falcons Yet again, are going to have a victory and they're going to find a way to blow it in the end, or they're just not going to show up at all. I'm going to go the Packers. I don't think be that high scoring. I'm going to go 31-24 Packers for the victory. Um, but it could be high scoring. Your prediction was spot on. I, I like that a lot, too. But um, I noticed in my lock pick of the week, and my lock pick would be the, the Ravens. Like I said, they're going to blow out the Westkins, and I'm not going to go against well, them all after losing. Not- well, the football, wide football team, my bad, wide football team. Um, i I don't want them to say anything, but I just think the Ravens are going to blow the wide football team out. There's no shot that they don't do that. Um, and then they're, they're that's, week.
1: That's all the games this week. And there's, I mean, last week lived up to the hype. You saw the Seahawks Cowboys game was very good. Rams, Bills, Chiefs, Ravens, all those games were really good. And there's even more this week. Um, So there's Thrive Fantasy. Um, You can make a couple prop bets for this Sunday. It's a great way. Use code HAWK0810. Don't forget to like, comment, subscribe to our channel. Um, We're thinking about coming out with a website soon. So we're going to put a couple rankings up there, power rankings of teams, um, a couple news stories if there are any. We'll put our thoughts on there. We'll put a discussion board, see what you guys think.
0: Yeah, come out, ask questions, anything you guys want. Um give us feedback. It was big on the how the division you think it is, and we're gonna maybe do a prediction for division and how and put that on the on our website. And we're gonna incorporate a lot of new things to our website, a lot of new things to giving you guys information about football and fantasy and all that great stuff with coming in the NFL and keeping the NFL alive, although the pandemic has brought us down in the last couple yeah. of days. Um so, with that, then again, check out my fantasy, Tiger uh, Hawk 0810 as the promo code. Um, with that, Tiger All Sports out.